0: you're listening to working girl talk i'm your host abby zufeld as a marketing expert in the corporate world and a side hustler myself you'll hear the real girl talk on all things workplace and work life with me and my esteemed guests who've been exactly where you are working girl talk is on a mission to make your work day better now let's talk Hello friends, welcome to episode 85 of Working Girl Talk hope you are having a wonderful Friday. This is going to be a solo episode. So we're kind of switching it up week by week, one week a guest, one week a solo. So you're getting a little bit more of me this year. So this week has been a little wild at work. I feel like this whole month I've been kind of taking a break off social media, which kind of inspired this whole episode. We are going to be talking about boundaries, setting boundaries for yourself professionally, personally, and in the social media sphere. I think it's really an important topic and I'm excited. I've been brainstorming and trying to figure out some great tips and some insights that have helped me and things that I want to do. So we're going to hold each other accountable and work on some boundaries in this new year. Yes, I'm still saying it's the new year because it's still January. And honestly, the first weeks of January, I got really, I got like sick. Like I had um, like nothing serious, but like I just had like a like stomach flu thing and it's just like I feel like so many like curveballs. I'm still hopeful. Like I'm positive. Like things are like overall things are good. But I feel like I've had some curveballs, and I'm like, you know what? I'm still like this is still the new year. It's it's not over until it's over. Like once February hits, okay. But January, we can still set goals. It's still that new year vibe. So we're gonna do that here today. Let's dive into some headlines first. Really, there is just one big headline this week, and I'm sure you know it already. The whole GameStop and Reddit thread in the hedge fund drama. So I'm sure you know all the details by now, but just a little bit of background, quick summary, a Reddit thread talking about investing. A guy in the group convinced the group like, hey, like let's buy GameStop stock. That is so hard to say. I keep hearing people mess it up. GameStop stock the hedge fund people on Wall Street had been banking on GameStop going bankrupt because that's what things were looking like. So they were shorting the stocks. Look it up. (laughs) I am not the financial expert to be talking about this, but it is really interesting. So the Reddit group buys all the stock. GameStop shoots up, making it like a Fortune 500 company pretty much. And now all the hedge fund Wall Street people are mad because it's helping like normal people get rich. And even and like so that's the whole backstory pretty much. You should definitely go look up the details on CNBC. And Mrs. Dow Jones on Instagram, Haley Sachs, she did a great breakdown. She, have it, she has it saved her story highlights. She is really good at finance in like a very simple way. Like she explains it very simply, which is really nice. So go get like all the details there. But the really interesting thing is what happened Later this week, the one that was the big name out there was Robinhood, which is an investing app that says it's democratizing investing and like everyone can be an investor and that's like their whole shtick and they stopped, like they wouldn't let tra- like people on the app, they wouldn't let them buy GameStop and AMC stock, which are the two stocks that were in the Reddit thread and the like the whole thing. The reason why people are freaking out is because if you can't trade your stocks, you can't make money. And it was because the hedge fee, the hedge fund people are all mad, and it's just it's like so crazy. But the cool thing about all of this is that everyone pretty much agrees that Robinhood is in the wrong. Like you can't not let people buy stock like what that's your whole point of your app and you said it was available to everybody so they were saying it was concerns of with this volatile market or protecting you but it's like eh, people can make decisions for themselves if you lose fair and square cool but like you can't let people not buy so the whole thing is crazy but the cool thing is everyone's kind of coming together over this i've seen so many people comment on this and all sides of the political spectrum the pop culture spectrum Everyone is kind of agreeing. That's crazy. You should, Like Robin Hood. you can't let people not buy stock. Definitely go look up all the details because I fully admit I did not share all the details. And there's so much to this. But I think that's the cool thing here this week that I'm taking away from it because everything always turns into drama in the news cycle. But... I like that people are coming together because most people are on the same page here that, hey, you got to let people sell and buy stocks if they want. I'll link some resources in the show notes so you can learn more about this whole saga. I'm sure you already have heard about it, but just my take is that I like that at least it's bringing people together. And now for our topic today. So the title of today's episode is very fitting. Protect your peace, three areas to set boundaries this year. Protect your peace. I think we're all still kind of recovering from 2020 and the craziness the start of this year has been filled with like its ups and downs too and no matter what life throws at us, I think it's how, it's up to us on how we react to it. We can't control a lot of what other people are doing and we can't control what's going on in the world, but we can control how we react to it and how and how much we let into our mind and how much we let into just our home and all of that. So I've had a few pivot moments this month already. A couple life changes I didn't expect happening, like nothing crazy or anything, but just things that I thought were gonna happen this year aren't. And that's okay. But a constant thought in my mind has been I really need peace. We all have peace, that happy place, that well balanced arena if we practice it, that like we're our most functional, high performing self. So I think it's important to set boundaries. So That's the little sneak peek here, how do we protect our peace and everything. It's setting boundaries. I don't have all the answers, but I thought about this a lot and the things that impact my life most when they're off balance. And it came to three areas that I want to touch on today. These three areas need our focus in order for us to be our best selves, in my opinion. So let's go. First area, social media. You might be like, really, Abby? Social media? Like, of course, you're biased. You love social media. Yes. So whether we like it or not, social media affects our image of the world. It affects our image of our the image of ourselves, even of other people, our perceptions. Social media has a huge impact on our life, whether we like it or not. This is major boundaries territory. Like we need to set some boundaries here. Recently I've had a little spiral with Instagram. As I mentioned earlier, I haven't really been as active as much. Like I've been kind of active, but like I haven't been posting on my personal and that unfortunately kind of seeps into the working girl talk account sometimes because it's all moi (laughs) but exhaustion i think that's the best way to describe it. sometimes you just get exhausted and you need to you need to take a break like i'm exhausted from having to like oh what could i post today or document today or i need to show up and yes it's important to show up for your community and provide value but you also need to do what's best for you too i've identified a few questions to ask yourself to set a healthy social media boundary first one why are you going to social media? Why am I going to social media right now? I realized anytime I was bored or I wanted to avoid something, I was turning to social media. I was waiting for like a response from somebody. Oh, I'd get Instagram up and like just start scrolling mindlessly. And it's like, wait, can I be doing something more productive here? And then the whole avoidance thing, there'd be tasks I didn't want to do. And it's like, oh, I'll just sit on my phone for a few minutes to like, just Hype myself up, I guess. I don't really know, but I'll just sit on my phone and then it's like 30 minutes later, I still haven't done the task that I didn't want to do. I should have just done it. So I realized that I was coming a lot of the time from a place of avoidance or just boredom. And that's, I don't know if that's the best place to be. So I'm trying to go to social media with a purpose. Why am I going to social media? Am I going to be entertained, educated, what kind of content I'm consuming? And Am I going to just post and like engage with my community? Great. So just something to keep in mind is why you're going and setting even a goal for yourself on like, why am I here? Okay, I'm getting educated. Like I have like, should I go find some educational content, some entertaining storytelling, something like that, which it leads into who are you following? Why are you following them? Kind of going into that education, inspiration, like these things that can like uplift you and motivate you. Are you following people that do that? How, who are you following? Like, what accounts are you following? Is that why you're having a bad relationship with social media? Maybe you're not following the right people or, you're, or you need to look inward and ask, why do I feel a certain way when I'm looking at this person? Am I jealous? Do I just not agree with what they're saying and it just makes me feel bad? Like, I think we need to get really self-reflective here on who we're following, which seems so small, but it really affects everything. And I've noticed in myself that maybe sometimes a certain like brand or person comes to my feet and I'm like, oh, I have to avoid it. And it's like, wait a second, why? Am I jealous because they're further along in their journey than I am? If so, like I need to cut that out, like take a minute and like, Figure out why that's happening and do what you need to do to kind of get over that, whether that is muting somebody for a while or muting a brand for a while or just like knowing that that can happen and ask yourself, how can I be inspired by them instead? So that's just something that's been on my mind and really shifting that mindset. Instead of being jealous or upset or not understanding of somebody's perspective, look for a way that you can understand and still like look for the value in them. And look for a way to be inspired by them still. And if not, that kind of goes into my third question. I think it's important to ask yourself: Is how does this make me feel? Because when we are doing that self reflection, sometimes if it is just like you know what, I don't like following this person, like they just I or I don't find like following this brand or this company. It's just like a bad energy for me. It's not protecting my peace. We're all about like the peaceful mindset here. Maybe you need to unfollow them. Maybe you need to mute them. So kind of that last decision of, you know what? I've done everything I can do. I kind of just need to like let that go. And I think it's very interesting. I actually had an experience with this once where me and my friend at work, we realized, oh, like our coworker didn't follow us back. That is okay. Not everybody needs to follow you back. I feel so dumb then because I was like, oh, like she didn't follow us back. Oh no, like maybe she doesn't like me. like And I kind of like had like a spiral, but it's like, wait somebody doesn't have to follow you back. That is totally fine. You can follow them for why you want to follow them. People don't have to follow you back and you don't have to follow other people just because you're pressured into it. I mean, it's nice. And I think that originally Instagram kind of started out like that. If we're friends, you got to follow each other. I don't think you have to follow someone just because everyone else is. You don't want to be a part like left out of the group. Just follow who you want. There you go, plain and simple. Next up would be pick two to three social platforms that you're gonna do your very best at that you're gonna focus on. There is a lot of platforms to choose from now. T- Facebook, Twitter, Clubhouse, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn. There is a lot going on and it's hard to have your attention divided between all of them. So I would say if you are a content creator, or even if you're a consumer, pick two at max three that you're going to spend your most time on. It's great. You can have your presence on them if you want. But at least for me, I'm just going to pick two that I'm going to be really good at. Because I know like... When I'm starting to get into, oh, Clubhouse, TikTok, it's like I'm not even always showing up on Instagram. (laughs) So just something to think about to kind of limit like how much you're spending your time because nobody can do it all. You can't be the best at everything. Pick what you want to be the best at. And something else that I've brought up on the show, next little tip is set social media timers. This is something you can do in your app settings, um, how long that your phone will let you spend on an app. I've recently set my Instagram to 30 minutes a day and that's it. It is insane how quick those 30 minutes go, and it really is a reality check on how much time you're spending. So uh, making sure to not spend your whole day on social media, those setting, t- setting timers has super helped me to set that boundary. And last but not least in the social media section, take breaks it's okay to take a break. I was actually just listening to an episode of the Skinny Confidential Him and Her with the with the Almost 30 Girls and they were actually talking about this too and I was like, well, that's crazy that I happen to pick this episode. But they were talking about it's okay to take breaks from Instagram and social media and they were talking about one of their friends that does this all the time. She'll like go offline for five months, come back, hey, I'm doing this thing and here's all about it, like providing value and then disappears again for a few months because really nobody's forcing you to show up. If you want to, you can, and there's a lot of strategies and it's great to show up. if You want to grow and all of those things we always hear, but at the same time, set boundaries. If you need it and it's damaging to your mental health and your life, it's not worth it. Take a break. So that's our social media section. Next section that we need to focus on is work when coming, when setting boundaries this year. No explanation needed. Work stress can seep into every aspect of your life. Here are some hacks that I'm trying out. Set check email times. So sometimes I've noticed throughout the day when I'm like working on stuff, I have my email open on the other tab and I'm constantly checking like, oh, am I getting anything? Am I like getting any new emails? And it really disrupts your workflow. There may be tasks that you have, that you have on your to-do list that you're in the middle of and you see an email and you drop everything to answer an email that maybe could have waited an hour or 30 minutes or whenever when you finish your task. So setting check email times. So I know for me, I right when I start the work day, I want to check my email, clear my inbox, and everything that happened that night, which is sad that everyone's emailing at night, but that's how things are. But so checking my email first thing, and then a midday check, and then an afternoon check, like a mid-afternoon check. So checking throughout the day still, but really allowing time for you to get work done in between. And you just know, okay, for that hour I'm not checking my email and I'm not disrupting my workflow so that is something that I'm trying to get more into the habit of that I think will be helpful and is starting to be helpful too because I already know that. Once I see that notification, I go straight to it. And again, we don't want that workflow disruption. Next email tip, another email tip, the touch it once rule. A former boss of mine once said this and shared this to us in like a morning group meeting that he was gonna test out a touch it once rule when it came to email. Like, so if you open it, you got to respond right away and then you're done. You don't just open it, read it, oh, I'll we'll get to it later because then the like the stress of it pressing on you, you got to respond later and you should have just done it right then, touch it once, bam, you're done. Do not have to think about it again. So I'm working on doing this cuz I have such a bad habit. This is coming from somebody who has an inbox of over 3,000 for the past year. Yes, I'm so sorry if you've ever emailed me. <sighs> yeah. So I, this is definitely something that I'm trying to work on for sure. And even when I do this, it is so liberating. So this is definitely something I'm trying to practice. Next one, take a lunch break. I always talk about this, it seems, but it really helps stepping away from the computer, especially with some of us still work from home. It's easy to just like eat at your desk or eat on the couch, wherever you're working from, because it's like, oh, like I'm at home, I'm still comfy, but close the laptop, turn off the computer for 30 minutes, take your lunch break. It is so helpful to just reset and not be on every second. Next one is from Alyssa Coleman, who was a guest on a few episodes back, is the Pomodoro method of doing 25-minute bursts of work followed by a five-minute break and then 25-minute work, five to 10-minute break. It has been so helpful. If you have not listened to that episode, Please go back and listen to it because it has really changed and transformed the way I work. That is so helpful because I know, okay, I just have 20 minutes to get this done to focus on it. That's it. And then I could have my five minute break where I do my mindless scroll, which I'm trying to stop or like I stretch, stand up. It's a really good reminder to stand up. If you are somebody like me, who is always getting those notifications from your Apple watch saying you haven't stood up or whatever, those five minute breaks are a great time to stand up and stretch. Next one is use your Slack status. If you are somebody that uses Slack for work, when you're in a meeting, the little calendar that pops up, when you're on a lunch break, set it there. So setting that expectation if your whole organization is using Slack that, oh, she's offline for the minute or, oh, she's in a meeting, I probably won't hear from her in a minute. So those have been helpful for me and I know it's helpful when I see other people do that. But again, this is only helpful if you use Slack. And last one, virtual communication. With work from home, a lot of us still work from home or even if you are in a big office, maybe you're not seeing everybody on your team as you once were. In these virtual communications like email, Slack messages, things can sound more mean or harsh or more negative than they are really in real life, flat out. And again, this whole episode is about setting boundaries, protecting your peace. You gotta set boundaries with yourself. I've had many freakouts over the past few months about, oh no, does this person hate me? Are they mad at me because of a message? Like, they didn't have an emoji. Oh no. In one of my freakouts recently, my mom said, quote, take a deep breath, walk outside, take a five-minute break. I was like, Thanks, mom. <laughs> so shout out to mom. But so true. If you're having like a freak out, oh no, these messages, they're they're mad at me, what do I do? Respond the best you can, step away for a second, and then cool down, you'll realize, oh, maybe they weren't even that upset at me. Or if they were, you'll like you're taking that break to kind of figure out, oh, how can I fix this? How can we fix this? But I just think it's so important to protect your own, your sanity, your peace when it comes to these types of communications in the workplace because it can be so detrimental to your day. Like recently when this happened to me, when my mom gave me that awesome advice, I was like so sick to my stomach. I was like, oh no, this person hates me. And it's like, I was freaking out probably for no reason. And if they do hate me, oh well, like that's life. (laughs) So just a reminder to take things with a grain of salt and really always try to like come from a place of understanding. You don't know, maybe they wrote that message really quick. They're in the middle of something. Not everything has to have a ton of emojis for somebody to not be upset with you. Last area to focus on this year when it comes to setting boundaries is your time. William Penn once said, time is what we want most and what we use worst. Can anyone relate to that? I saw that on Pinterest and I was like, what? <laughs> yes. So we all want time. Do we all use a great, eh, debatable. but Really in this year, when you're setting your boundaries, pay attention to how you spend your time. Your time, you don't get it back. It's so valuable. The first thing that came to my mind when thinking of time is do not work for free. And this is coming from somebody that has an issue with that. So I feel you, if you are somebody that works for free, I totally understand. Sometimes it's hard to say no when people ask questions or you feel bad. Don't work for free. I'm going to do a whole episode on this actually. Like this isn't something that's like weighing on my mind and my heart recently. So an episode about this is coming. But a little note on it now is don't work for free. I really liked if you go back to Shannon Lutz's episode from The Social Bungalow. Go back a few episodes to that one. She talked about how she lets a person get a question in the DMs. Like she'll answer a question. Anything after that they have to pay for which I think is like a nice boundary to set. So whether that's one question or one like whatever you want to set for yourself thinking about it like that. Okay, I'm going to answer one question, but anything after that, they need to pay me. And I think that's totally fair. You have value to offer and you shouldn't have to give away give it all away for free. And that relates into my next point on this is you don't have to say yes to everything. To social events, to calls, to extra work that you don't need to do outside of work maybe. There, so there are seasons in your business where you need to hustle and do all the things. But remember the tortoise and the hare. Going at your own pace will help you not burn out and you'll you'll, you'll still get there. You just got to keep going because sometimes if you're doing everything too much, you'll burn out and then you'll never even get there because you're too tired and you have to stop. So you don't have to say yes to everything and that protects your, your peace. We're all about that and that's setting boundaries with your time. On the other hand, with all of this, so that's kind of talking about like the no, like simplifying, taking things out. There's also a quote that says, nothing is a waste of time if you learned something. So we were saying no to some things, but how are we going to like input good things when we're using our time wisely? So Ed Milet shared a podcast recently. I think he has a really great show and he was talking about setting yourself apart and um, there's different seasons of the year and in your life when you can really like get ahead of others if you're working when no one else is working. And he was talking about people that use... Like, oh, is there an extra hour like after dinner that maybe you're watching TV right now, but you could be working on your project or your work or whatever you want to be working on. And so looking for opportunities and little moments throughout the day where you could be bettering yourself. And his was more like, oh, like working on that side hustle or something. But like, is it even something that we're, oh, instead of like 30 minutes of TV before I go to bed, could I be reading a book or could I be listening to a podcast or something like that? Or I'm, I love TV, so I'm not talking on TV. Like maybe I am watching something on TV that really makes me happy and brings joy into my life. That's peaceful and uplifting. So just being careful of your time and what you consume as well. That's what I'm getting at here. How are you spending those little moments where you do have an extra bit of time? Because that extra bit of time, anytime you get some extra time, that is precious so making sure that it's something to educate yourself or uplift you and lastly everyone has a different version of what is valuable to spend time on plain and simple this overall is your reminder to focus on what's yours what is valuable to you to spend time on like I said I actually like love tv and I will never give it up (laughs) sorry everyone (laughs) nobody is getting the tv away from me so it's like Am I watching things that make me happy and uplift me and educate me? That's what I should be focusing on because I know I'm not giving up TV. That is my reminder to you with your time when you're protecting it, focus on what's valuable to you. And again, like I'm up at like 5 a.m. today or 5, 540. I don't know what time I got up today to work on the podcast. So spending that extra time, focusing your time on things that you want to be working on. So just a quick recap of the things that in the areas that to focus on this year to set boundaries in is social media, your work, and your time. I hope this was helpful to you, for you today. These things have just been coming to my mind recently and I felt like I needed to share them with you. If anything resonated with you, let me know in the DMs and or let, like email me, check out the Working Girl Talk Instagram account because I'd love to hear if you've struggled with any of these things or if you have any thoughts or boundaries that you want to set because I'm happy to be your accountability buddy on that. And last but not least, in typical Working Girl Talk fashion, we end the episode with a Friday favorite. Today's Friday favorite is another quote. I feel like I've been on a quote kick recently and I'm not mad about it. The quote is, being negative only makes a journey more difficult. You may be given a cactus, but you don't have to sit on it by Joyce Mayer. I really liked that quote. Maybe it's because I am a desert person and I love cactus, but just because you have a cactus doesn't mean you have to sit on it. I know I needed that reminder. It's really easy to be negative and sometimes it feels like it's bringing you to closer together with people because oh you're like thriving in that negativity. It's not thrive in the positive area and really try to look on the bright side of the situation. Thank you so much for listening to Working Girl Talk. If you haven't yet, please rate, review and subscribe to the show. If anything stuck out to you, make sure to copy the link to this episode, send it to a friend who may need to hear it and as always, if you screenshot the episode and tag at Working Girl Talk or even tag me at Abby Zufelt on Instagram, I'll definitely share it to my stories and so will the Working Girl Talk account because we love to see what you have to say and we love to see you out in the wild listening to Working Girl Talk. I hope you have an awesome day and I hope this made your work day better. I'll see you next week.